Everyone, it's a pandemic. Go the fuck home. If you're out, go home. This isn't Gohan or go home anymore. Gohan's not an option. Welcome to go home. I'll, I'll start it properly. Do it. Welcome to go home or go home. <laughs> podcast where we record entirely within a house because we're not allowed to go out and we take you all through dragon ball the manga which i've been through before but not in japanese and my host has not been through at all or seen anything related to ever mm. i am your local quarantine pregnancy scare reporter uh, simon alexander monred goff the third and across from me is new zealand's answer to Dwayne the rock johnson imogen faith and we also have with us a guest host toast the toast with the most. Toast is a little puppy that we have with us until she gets given away to somebody in Australia. Yeah. Aww, because it's small. quarantine at the moment and uh, we can't send animals overseas. Yeah, we're on lockdown and yep. her flight has been cancelled. So we've just got a little puppy. Her flight has been cancelled. Hashtag cancelled. Oh, hey, what? Simon, since the last... Cancel culture has gone so far that we're all having to stay inside for four weeks mm. <laughs> on level four. We were just... Society has been cancelled. Truly, we We've live in canceled. a pandemic. We live in a cancellation. Uh, what What have you done since the last podcast we recorded? I've moved into the same flat that you live in. So yeah. you would think that would make content come more quickly. Yeah. Uh, in fact, it has not because firstly, <laughs> I've had to move house. And secondly, there's an entire pandemic across the globe. Yeah. And we've been kind of worrying about that a little bit, I think, <laughs> and trying to get things sorted. Yeah. You know, very long lines at the supermarket, still having to stay several uh, meters apart and all sorts of things. Wearing masks, wearing gloves, yeah, having the good time. So living contagion, two thousand eleven. Yeah, living contagion for all of the fans of the show out there. <laughs> all the many, sorry, many fans that we have. Sorry. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna try and get an uncle laughing there. Yeah. You're missing okay. Toast Scrouse. <laughs> I really hope yeah. Toast's noises are getting onto this. I hope so. They're very cute. Yeah, so for everyone out there, uh, Simon moved into my house immediately before lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know it was so, going to happen. Yeah, so we're now uh, quarantined together with a small dog. I moved um, into the house. Uh, uh, I went to work the, maybe ow. the next day or the day after. And during work, we there was a press conference by the Prime Minister. And she said... By the way, we're in level three right now, this yeah. second, and we're Jump moving to level to four it. in 48 hours. Yeah. And do you, you don't want to know what level four is. Level four is... <laughs> you don't even know. You got Level uh, four is a Cormac McCarthy novel. I haven't read it, but that one's for... Wait. Um, <laughs> that one's for someone who doesn't listen to this yeah. podcast. That's, we're going to start doing shout-outs for people who don't listen to, like, rope them into listening. It's like, oh, yeah, we did a shout-out. It's on episode 13, so uh, you got to catch up. I want to do shout-outs to people that we don't know. Shout-out to Andre3000. <laughs> what a guy. For all of 2005. Shout-out to a man named Craig. He lives in Australia. <laughs> I know I somebody know. of that description. Oh, there you go. <laughs> oh, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. Never he mind. doesn't? Never mind. Well, Never don't tell His me ex-wife that. His ex-wife lives in Australia or lived shit. in Australia. Okay. Shout out to Craig's ex-wife. Uh, shout out to Craig and his list. <laughs> <laughs> For all of those used mattresses throughout your life. Is his list of ex-wives? <laughs> yeah, Craig's list was originally about his serial killer ambitions. Yeah. Well, considering what it's used for, I would say it's not that far off. Mm -hmm. I'm just getting... Are you able to do a podcast or are you just distracted by playing with a dog? I'm getting mauled right now. <laughs> like, she's trying her hardest to bite my fingers off. Which isn't very effective, but... <laughs> yeah, okay, we can try and ignore her. Yeah, they had no, that's a right. bit of Jimmy Carr energy right there. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm feeling more like Elmo today. Fair. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Would you like to tell us some bird facts? Bird facts? What kind of a bird fact would you like to hear? Oh, about large birds. About large birds? Are we talking flying birds or flightless birds? What's the largest bird that has ever lived? Uh, the largest bird that like has ever family? lived. It's Do that's uh, that's actually a really difficult question to answer because it depends on how you define largest. Okay. Um, right. because like there are ones that are heavier than other ones. There are like real tall birds. There are wide birds. You, you know? know what it there means. Are thick birds. Thick nobody knows birds. what it means. Um, and nobody, you don't know how fat they were. The largest 
flying bird um, was called Argentavis magnificens. Because it was silver. Was because it was uh, <laughs> from Argentina. It could the fly. The land of silver. Okay. It could fly and it was magnificent and large. The land of de silver. Yep. So that was like a type of condor. Um, they are not certain if it could uh, fly under its own power. It sounds like you're talking to me on if there's no context <laughs> for the fact that you're talking to the dog. Um, yeah, so uh, the, 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 uh, the scientists, you know, science. Ah, the scientists. The scientists aren't sure if it could fly under its own power or if it would need to, like, walk up a oh, hill it had a and steam then just, like, on the take a run up and, like, jump off a cliff and then, like, soar around. But um, it did have, like, flying feathers and stuff. Uh, and a set of rocket yeah. birds, yeah. So while uh, in terms of flightless birds and birds in general, there are kind of, like, a lot of, there's a lot of kind of, you know contention as to what's what's the largest that in general you know largest flying bird is from argentina which is actually why funny that you bring up elmo and that's the reason that they gave big bird an argentinian accent like in terms of birds that are still it's alive lovely to see latino representation day. in children's programming you know yeah you love that um i think the currently the largest bird is an ostrich but i don't want i don't i don't want to put money on that actually it could be. It could be any. I kind wouldn't of want to put money on an ostrich either. <laughs> I hear they are quite dangerous. You're not into ostrich racing. I okay. <laughs> what about me says not only animal cruelty, but I'm involved in underground fighting and like you know gambling rings. I feel like you wouldn't be involved in any kind of gambling ring unless it was something ridiculous like ostrich racing. I think that's the only circumstances that would. Why are we suddenly complimenting me today? <laughs> this is odd. <laughs> You can take that however you want. What, how else can you take it other than you're an interesting person? Uh, I, I think of the kind of people you'd see at an ostrich Well, <laughs> first of all, hot. Secondly, well, it's Australia. Uh, ah. No, it isn't. You, ah. it, that's not where the ostriches ah, are emus. from. I'm thinking of ostriches emus. are like African. I think that's the largest one. African okay, well, we don't need to racist. Get other, right. other. Ostriches as well, I'm pretty sure, but yeah. Africa's a um, whole continent, okay? It's not yeah. a country. Emus from Australia. Cassowary is also from Australia. A lot of ratites in Australia. I am afraid of those. Mm. I, mm. Um, as you should be. There's an emu at the zoo that's allowed to roam free, and I have uh, looked it in the eye and felt just felt true fear. fear. Yeah. Just fear of death. Yeah, I mean, and if you that have. That fucking bird with this evil nightmare red eyes and it just looks straight into your soul and you can tell there's nothing in there they got they not even like looking into the camera of a computer this just it's dead it's dead and malevolent it's somehow both dead and malevolent if you have no it wouldn't even register that had killed you it would just be like there was a thing it moved i picked it i'm gone but they can like kick. I don't know why they let it run around. Razor claws. They can they can disembowel a man with a yeah. kick. Yeah, if you and they just if you've dishonored roam, your family. Yeah, they a, just let it run free will commit in, the, for you. in the fucking in in this exhibition in this exhibit with some little kangaroos and shit, which can also kill you. It's just a, a world of death and danger, like right there. But you, if anyone out there who's ever looked like at a kangaroo in the can eye, kill I need you. you to confirm that they they're ghoulish. <laughs> Just a walking nightmare, a giant feather boa just that somehow got dragged through a bush. The bird most resembling a U.S. Came alive, representative. Then, like, fucked a snake, and then the, their child grew dinosaur feet and just roams around. You're describing Aztec gods. They're, they may be the closest thing we have. <laughs> uh, I, I, you know what's weird is I've since we've been on lockdown, I have had not more time to watch things so i haven't really consumed a whole lot other than you know various yeah. ways of connecting with people online suddenly everybody thinks oh because you're not out and because you're not going to school i can just talk to you a lot and yeah. the thing about that is everyone has the same idea about that they all do i'm surprised by how little i've got done because i usually am like sprinting around the place trying to get things achieved mm. um but also, I've been added to, like, 30 different group chats of people, like, with different ideas about, like, video calls that we should do to hang out and stuff. Mm. And it, I can't keep up with any of it. It's a, kind of a pain. You have a, a mink boa. I do. 
I, I think that this dog was a parrot in a past life. She just wants to come <laughs> sit on my shoulder. Oh. She's so tiny. She's so very small. We're going to have to post a photo for the, the cover. Yeah, can image. you take a photo like right now for like reference? No, of- my phone sucks. It's a total roller, as we've discussed. No, she's off. Oh, well. Oh, dear. So I suppose yeah, there hasn't been any time. We've I started. We've we've watched a few things. We've watched some French films. We've done some movie nights. We've done some watching uh, Community again, which I've seen so many times. I am mm-hmm. somewhat of an expert on it. I Actually, have not seen Avatar. Get, like more done if we didn't just like consume ridiculous amounts of media. Uh, that's only in the like, evening. It doesn't count if it's at no, after Indigo, ten p.m. Amelie, like. A, the whole season of Community, uh, season of Avatar, season the last of Avatar, the last yeah. year, yeah. uh, <laughs> absolutely fabulous. Just start watching. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it doesn't start. Uh, it doesn't count if it starts after ten p.m. It's valid, but only if you wake up before midday. I have been waking up before midday. My alarm's set for eleven thirty a.m. Are you have an alarm? Yeah. Oh, I just wake up then. Because otherwise, I would not wake up mm. ever. Mm. It would That's be like I thought. the I Evanescence have, song less, inside my dreams. Yeah, I've had less trouble waking up than I thought I would. I usually ah, <laughs> I usually can't sleep and I can't wake up. And my I, nose yeah. is not for licking. Ah. <laughs> so, would you like to get into the dragons and balls? Mm, I would love to get into the dragons and balls. We read chapters 33? 33, 34, and 35. Yep. Yeah through to 35 so three chapters this time all threes mm. which is good the th- three chapters 33 starting off and this is the beginning of the tenkaichi budokai arc and there's not much to say about this other than the fact that it's kind of the preliminaries it's all just kind of slotting together things that we've seen before but there are a couple of different surprises which are not so surprising i think you made dragon predictions about them mm. but we still we still get stuff happening so to start off with we open and we get the boys, the boys, the boys. and their mafia suits. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're, they're just like, like hey, little gangsters. I got a sign up for the, for the, the, you know, the competition, the martial arts. And hey, I'm here to kick some ass. Yeah, and I'm all out of ass. <laughs> what am I going to eat now? A pasta? <laughs> Hey, I'm here to lick some ass. Yeah, licking a tortellini off your anus. Hey, what are you going to do? <laughs> Yeah, she got that red sauce coming out of it. Yeah. No. <laughs> Dear God. Hey, you're going to put some of that white sauce on your pussy. <laughs> Mamma mia. Uh, it'd be a real shame if someone were to bust your white open. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> Save me toast. <laughs> Save me from the nasty words. All I'm thinking is uh, of the joke in Baz Luhrmann's Romeo plus Juliet, where he's got the long sword. A cinematic sword. masterpiece. <laughs> the long sword yeah, gun. The l- <laughs> yeah. Uh, fuck, what a movie. What a movie. What a movie. I don't like it that what much, but it's still kind of iconic in terms of its imagery. I quite liked it. Yeah. So they are... And uh, Master Roshi's there, and they're, they're having, he's having a bit of a pep talk with them. He's like, uh, if you disappoint me, I will find your mothers, and you know what? I'm not going to continue with this joke. No. He's quite, it's quite wholesome three chapters. I yeah, don't think we need he doesn't to, threaten them at all. Yeah. I was, I was pleasantly surprised, because we've been given so much material to cringe at over the last few arcs. Absolutely. I, I mean, guess. number one, no Goku penis. Yeah. Number two... We didn't have Goku's dick in this Kame one. Kamehameha does not do much creeping. He's not in it that much, to be fair. That's true. But I thought he was going to creep on Bulma when she shows up, and then... Ah, da, 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 da. He don't. Does he? he don't, no, he doesn't. Oh, I know he does. Never mind. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's wait for that surprise. <laughs> anyway. Uh, yeah, so they sign up, and I think last time they tried to... Was it last... Last episode or this episode of the very first chapter, I can't remember because they kind of bleed over basically the same events where they mm-hmm. try to sign up and they're like, oh, but you're just children. Is that what happens last time or does that happen this time? Um, that's the first one. That's in the first chapter of this yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, uh, Turtle Rave Lad goes uh, up to sign and he's like, good luck, lads. Have a good time. <laughs> um, and this guy's like, you're, you're just kids. You're, you're, you're just kids. No? 
Um, but he's convinced, and they yeah. entered into the preliminary fights. Yes. Um, yeah, the Yosan. Yeah, are assigned a number each. They are. They are. They say there's so many fighters from all around the world that what we have to do... 137 fighters. 137 fighters, mm. which we somehow split into even amounts of matches. That doesn't That's get explained. That's a good point. And Toriyama can't count. And doesn't know the concept of even yeah, numbers they were, either. Yeah, they had a chart and it had an even... Yeah, so they, they split them into mm. four blocks. And it turns out that Kiririn mm. and Goku are not in the same block. So what that means is they're not going to face each other. Oh, they're in the same unless block, they but come there to are the two... Semi. Oh, yeah, true. Yeah, 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 there are two fighters per block. So they're trying yeah. to narrow it down to the eight most powerful fighters the in the world. The eight most powerful fighters in the world. So the strongest... And truly, it is the strongest under the heavens, except not really. It's just the strongest. Oh, no, just stop. No. Folks, we're going to have to pause it right here. Toast has pissed on the carpet. Oh. I've just rested in my lap. Okay. As long as you don't pee on me, we'll be all right. What were we talking about? We were talking about the, the chapter. And Goku gets yeah. faced up against our first fighter, who's a big, strong man. Who's mm-hmm. wearing, um, well, how would you describe it? Like, a, isn't he wearing like an old-fashioned kind of like 80s wrestling uniform maybe an 80s it's like a almost like an 80s wrestling one or like an 1890s uh weightlifter one yeah like a strongman outfit a real yeah. circus strongman kind of one and he's so wide toriyama knows how oh, to draw yeah, wide he's characters a wide boy he's <laughs> the widest possibly five times the size of goku that's how and he qualified it's like not for any kind of skill or strength it's just they had a look wide, at him and so said yeah like, this guy's so fucking wide yeah this guy's so wide this <laughs> is a wide wide man <laughs> goku slips between his legs when the match starts and then he just taps him with his finger and he falls off and all of the onlookers say mm. oh man he must have lost his balance how else did he lose to that kid it looks like he just fell off and Goku mm. looks at his finger and goes I have the power <laughs> what could it in make sure that you don't hit them hard because we've been so toughly trained by turtle shells on our backs doing construction in a milk run <laughs> that my finger is now as powerful as if I had a rocket powered fist mm-hmm that is apparently how things work. It is in this in this manga. Resistance training is. Why incredible. didn't they trade with train with weight? That's all they had That's to do. That's a good a good question. If all of these martial arts guys had only gone to the gym, they possibly could have beaten <laughs> these children, these thirteen and fourteen year old children. Mm. The problem is that they're also like naturally buff, so they just like got overconfident. <laughs> They're like, shh, no one can match this. Yeah, I'm going to train. One thing I've learned about becoming an adult is that some people grow up and they just are buff. You don't have to exercise. Mm-hmm. That's how that works. It's the truth. Especially once you get past your mid-20s. Mm-hmm. You just only grow fitter. Yep. That's exactly <laughs> so, how it is. For some people. You ever see those, those just like real buff old people wandering around? They don't. Not generally. <laughs> That's a specific thing. <laughs> I feel like we're going to different places. <laughs> you're going to like the old people nudist beach and you're just like, wow, buff old man. I mean, eh. <laughs> looking at some different Zoom live streams, I feel like. <laughs> some very interesting ones. Mm. It's just chat relate, you know. <laughs> Want to pop in on like some eight year old ladies crocheting kind of thing, like a whole knitting circle of like. Oh, old, yeah, they're all shredded. Yeah. You know, they go to, like, fix a hole in their jumper and you see, like, get a peek Slips through a and it's just abs. It's abs <laughs> just, all the way down. Just abs all the like, way it's down. it's more there, so abs than you thought any human being could have. As you age, you pack. actually gain abs. The abs go You don't down know this. It's like you grow them like uh, like rings on a snail shell. <laughs> rings. <laughs> what? You, know, you could have gone for tree rings. They grow on a... Sp- trees are not animals. They don't have to be animals. It's just an... It's called an analogy. Excuse me? You're already doing it. Why not take a step further outside of the noted Listen, category? my point is, you get an ab for every year that you've been alive once you pass 40. Wow, I'm really young. <laughs> so Once you pass 40? Oh, uh, I didn't hear that didn't part. Didn't hear okay. that part? The 40-year-old bodybuilder. And... Mm. I've, that's a one Judd Apatow film we're not going to see. No. I do feel like this is kind of strange that he just, yeah, he taps him. But you know what? This is our introduction to the fantastical world of martial arts in this manga rather than the kind of... Well, it's never been grounded, but we've never had the kind of 
everything being focused around the disciplinary kind of almost magical touch side of things quite yet. We had just kind of mysterious, fantastical things in like a fairy tale mythological way until mm-hmm. now. At any rate, what happens is Kuririn goes, oh, wow, I guess he fell off. And then, you know, Goku kind of says, no, no, no. What actually happened was this, that I touched him. And my touch was so thrilling to him that he just flew off his handle. It's, uh, mm. All the onlookers are like Bruce Lee and just inappropriately caricatured David Tua or something yeah, like that. Yeah, there's a lot of like, side characters and background characters in this where it's like, I feel like he was going for representation. That's not where he ended up. It's like up. the big book of races from 1869. He got lost in the racism <laughs> GPS somewhere. <laughs> just ended up with like, oh. It's like the Dean oh from dear. Community. Ma, look how representative I am. Mm. Just so, like the Dean from Community. Kuririn's friends from the Shaolin Temple, or it's called something else. It's like Odin Temple or something, mm-hmm. maybe. Um, just like uh, the host club. No, that's Oran. But mm-hmm. yeah, that then Odin actually does come from Shaolin. It's the same sort of one. So we meant to think it's like that. And they also, it turns out, he's not early. He doesn't have early male pattern baldness. He does <laughs> shave his hair because they all have shave heads as well. Unless it's like a community for bald guys. They all have very shiny heads. So and I feel like the at their initiation, they just like put them they through. They buff them. Like, a bowling ball buffer. Yeah, stop stealing my jokes before I say them. <laughs> I'm like halfway through. You finish it. <laughs> Let me deliver things. <laughs> what is the point? You could just do the podcast by yourself. Ah, uh, listen, every joke needs a good midwife, and I am the best in the tri-state area. <laughs> I have the child for them. Okay, I I'm throw just the not pregnant woman off the bed, I'm and I sit l- there legs yeah, spread. I'll just let you. D- t- this Bring man out here shitting on beds. <laughs> that's, that's true midwifery. <laughs> you know you're oh, not a good God. midwife until you just throw no. the pregnant woman off. On a born every minute episode, mm. and then just take a dump on the bed. <laughs> yep. Um, ah, this one's four pounds. That's so awful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you gotta have one hydrate before you dehydrate. Mm-hmm. That's what they say. It is what they say. In this flat. But anyway, his friends, Kurinan's friends from uh, the, the Monk Academy, my, my hero academia monkhoodness, and. They, it turns out, are not his friends at all. They just start taking the piss out of him. They're bullies. Yeah, they are not very nice. They're mean. Would you like to describe all of the terrible, mean things that they say to him? No. (laughs) I had a lot of funny thoughts about this, but you were just going straight over that and then handing me things I had no thoughts about. Okay, what did you have (laughs) thoughts on? Well, no, I'm not saying that. (laughs) Absolutely (laughs) fabulous, darling. This is a podcast for the privileged amongst us. Mm-hmm. If you think of something, just don't hesitate to just jump in. Just don't hesitate. You want me to interrupt you halfway through, Joe? Yes. Yes. That's bad podcasting. That is bad, bad podcasting. bad practice. That's bad hygiene. Put your hand up like the teacher. Like for the teacher. I'm not putting my hand up on my own podcast. <laughs> I will... Oh, man. See, when the dog's sitting on your lap, you have the right to talk. That's what's going on. This is like the speaking stick, but it's a dog. Yeah. Speaking dog. The speaking dog. (laughs) It's like it helps people who are mute. It speaks for you. Wow. You know, service animals really have come so far. They've come so far. Yeah, in the recent times. One of the the dog from Up or something. Just like him. I mean, his name is Doug. Like, come on. Don't, don't just call him the dog from up who do you think you are <laughs> i don't really remember that part of the movie oh no oh, no. <laughs> oh toast going for a scratch she's oh, oh, oh she's oh. going for a scratch that's so cute <laughs> stop looking at the dog and podcast i can't look at the dog and podcast i'm looking at the dog okay okay good Eden's friends bullies come over and Goku doesn't seem to understand why they're mean. He's like, but they, they said bad things to you. I don't understand. Mm-hmm. And Kuririn also says, uh, he's just really scared. And Goku is like, hey, you need to go lightly on them. And then he's just, Kuririn is terrified. And they say mean things to him. I don't think we need to recount that too uh I actually too don't remember what they said as well. Yeah. Specifically. There's like three kind of like... They imply that he was one of the weaker ones when he was yeah. there. That he <clears throat> yeah, be. they're like, oh, it wasn't the last time we saw you when you were running out of the temple crying. Yeah. And so like just like real high school bully energy. 
and then he, one of the guys was like, oh, go easy on me, go. Uh, I would watch a John Hughes yeah. movie about a monk, mm-hmm. Shaolin monk temple like that. that like, you know, funny. the Breakfast Club. But Actually, like. yeah, that, I couldn't imagine that. <laughs> the Miso um, Club. Yeah, they, he finds out that he's matched up with one of them first, and yeah, the guy's real sarcastic about one. it. He's like, oh, go easy on me, Kareem. Yeah. Don't, don't, don't go too harsh, and, like, walks away. They paint dots on their forehead. What? This has got to be a real thing. Otherwise, it's just messed up to invent um, something like that's, that. The dot is part of their religion. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize. It, it means that he's married. The, do- <laughs> the dot's part of a monk's We religion. like to call this segment Culturally Sensitive Simon. Mm, <laughs> Wherein I know things. Yes. <laughs> 100%. I mean, look, at least it's not a swastika or something like that. That could have been a very different manga. <laughs> Why is that where your brain went? Because well, it's an actual symbol. Yeah. I don't imagine people put it on their heads or that. Or, or like, if you've ever had a Japanese car that didn't have the GPS reset after it had been imported, oftentimes... You're just talking about something very specific. All of the temples are marked out with swastikas and so mm. they just litter your GPS and it looks like you are a member of the clan or something like that. Like, here's yeah. your meetups. That's why we kept saying that Lawrence's car was possessed by the ghost of a female Japanese Nazi. <laughs> because you turn it on and it says something like completely unintelligible and like warped in Japanese in this robot voice. And then like, and it the, shows you where the all GPS the local is like are. wrong and it tells you to drive to swastikas in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> yeah. There's like a water temple for book burning. Yeah. Which <laughs> <laughs> is very confusing. Your local time. plan meeting, now with scuba yeah. gear. It also doesn't let you drive for more than two hours. If you drive for two hours, the um, Japanese Nazi lady comes back and she, like, yells at you. <laughs> you get domed by a Japanese yeah. Nazi robot. She just starts saying, I don't know what she says, but it's, like, a, a, a little time limit. I think it's, like, I think she just says you need to take a rest yeah, or something. Presumably. But, but yeah, presumably. Yeah, but I drove, um, I drove that car six hours up to a festival in, like, Matamata? Somewhere? I don't know, somewhere up north. Took a while. A lot of driving. A lot of listening to a Japanese Nazi. <laughs> It was very airy. You're like, I wish we could have any station, but we just must listen to this lady give mm. entire squeeds of Hitler speeches to us. Mm. Honestly, I just wish they had any other radio stations in the middle of the North Island, but they simply don't. Which ones? Other than a Nazi robot oh, Japanese yeah. lady. Mm. It's a very specific niche, but everybody who lives in the Waikato are just, you know, that's their, that's their jam. Mm. That's how they download their instructions for the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, um, what's his face? The guy who, um, committed the, the mosque shooting terror attack got, uh, he pled guilty. Yeah. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. So, yeah. Get him out of here. We don't need him. Yeah. I just, I wish that they w- didn't put him on Joe Rogan. That was, <laughs> that was atrocious. <laughs> Let's move on before I say things. <laughs> what? So, <laughs> known associate of Chapo, <laughs> the moth scooter. So, oh dear. I would like. Brittany, I, go on, Chapo. I would like to suggest that we move on to the battle between Kuririn and his skinny ass friend with the dots on his forehead, the monk guy who's like, <laughs> come out to me, Krillin. <laughs> That's what he sounds like. Is it? No. Well, I don't know. Maybe he does. Maybe. He sounds like... <laughs> when did you get that robe? The jerk store. <laughs> sounds like if Nigel Thornberry was a mosquito. What this does reveal is that Kuririn gets a taste of power. And once he's had a taste of power, it is all downhill for the entire rest of this comic. Is it? No, no I have no idea. You're just saying stuff? But You're... he's got a taste Stop of power, doesn't he? making shit up. He kicks him with force. The kid, once the match starts, referee goes... And then, you know, just the Wii Sports soundtrack plays and Kuririn dodges him. Dodges. And then he just plants his foot right in the cock and ball torture. And the kid 
skinny kid, the monk kid, goes flying through the wall and onto the hori- into the horizon, never to be seen again. And I thought it was just stated a couple of pages prior, you cannot kill people or else you won't advance forward. He's clearly murdered this child. Yeah, Nobody you survives dying. Nobody survives getting pushed through a concrete wall and launched 300 meters away. How do you know it's concrete? Lives. What? Where did oh, you okay. get this information? It looks like what it crumbled in What do you know about Dragon Ball that we don't? It appeared to crumble in such a way. It could be plaster. That's true, although plaster generally doesn't, isn't that thick and crumbly. Oh, sheer thick. <laughs> um, yeah, you forgot to state the rules before. Jumping ahead, I see. The matches only last a minute. You can't kill the imp- your opponent. You can't attack their eyes or hit them in the nuts. Which is, I mean, those are just Goku's moves. I don't know how yeah. he's gonna survive this. That's all he's That's done. That's his repertoire. That's that all he knows repertoire. how to do. My grandfather taught me to. <laughs> yes. I mean, literally, yeah. His grandfather taught him to go. To- well, I mean, hit, him if- hit people in the eyes. I feel like Goku's also the sort of person who would say, "My grandpa taught me to touch balls." His grandpa did teach him to touch balls. The Dragon Balls. We've we've gone home. We need to go home again. That's it. We're done. <laughs> go home or go home. Go 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 home or go home too. Go home or go home. <laughs> That's definitely something which makes sense. So yeah, that happens. And then... <laughs> that was really that was all syllables. Man, I love it. Car door. <laughs> man door, hand hook, car door. A normal yeah. door for a normal man. <laughs> So he goes. Yeah, we love saying the same jokes over and over. So Just variations. If we eventually like they kind of spiral down the drain and become like joke soup, and then we get to like the the crystal joke in the inside, and that's the one good joke. The that joke to end all jokes. We find so it, and then the universe ends because it's game over. We did it. I've seen that with our podcast. So they, what happens next? Because I actually have blanked. On these chapters, sure nothing I'm happens. Sure they just fight. Yeah, it's just a lot of fighting, really. Yeah, so they advance. Um, he, yeah, I mean, they go from you know go before from that happens. Going, though. stop fucking Sorry. interrupting me! Oh my god, everyone listening to this podcast is gonna bear witness to whether you get murdered. <laughs> That's television, maybe. <laughs> yeah. yeah, no, Goku goes from like you know. Zero to hero, geek to chic. Yeah. Yes. Uh, he goes from extremely cautious, like, realizing the extent of his power. Holy shit. I knocked a guy over with my finger. Um, to as soon as he hears the bullies talking shit about Kareem, just, you know, kick his ass, honey. Honey, <laughs> you've got a big storm coming. <laughs> yeah. Um, and he then proceeds to beat the shit out of, like, several other people. It's really just, like, several pages yeah. of montage. That's the same I think that's, like, the end. No. That's no, during Kuririn's match, Goku meets oh, yeah. up with an old friend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Yellow. Some guy shows up and he's like, "Hey, Goku, I thought it might be you. You recognize me?" And Goku's like, "Who the who the fuck are, who the fuck are you?" We've all had that moment, you know, when someone comes up to you and starts talking to you in public, and they act like you've known you your whole life, and they start listing things about your life that you have oh, yeah. no. All of my replies are twenty questions yeah. to figure out who they are. Without and you're like, "Oh, hi! Knowing. I haven't seen you for." A while trying desperately to like figure out, um, um, and they're like, Oh, there's such and such, and you go, Yeah, of course. And then you're like, And then narrows it down to 20 people. And this, yeah, this happens to me all the time. And I don't, I didn't think I'm that bad at recognizing faces, but then I realized it's because I don't like look at people usually. I'm like very distracted all of the time, mm. so it's that probably contributes. Is that I, there are people who I've that I met had while I was meeting that you. I never, yeah. People I've met that I've never actually seen their face, so that's a fun time. I'm um, bad at pretending to do it. People can tell that I don't recognize them uh-huh. and that it takes me a while to go through the Rolodex in my mind. Do they just remind you? No, they just look a little bit disappointed and die inside. Oh, you know, that's. I'm really good at it. They never know. I'm like, wow, yeah. <laughs> so... Mm. <laughs> You have kind of like a, a resting bitch face, though, to keep the those petition people off your back. I look uh, <laughs> bewildered, usually, when I'm listening to somebody and trying to figure out who they mm. are. I don't look focused or intense. I just look a little slightly afraid. <laughs> <laughs> and because I never have that look on, people know something's off. And mm. so they know that I'm trying to figure out who they are. And it's you shouldn't be offended by this, because once I've remembered you, I like you. <laughs> You're a good person. 
I remember all, as soon as I remember who you are, in a flash, everything that we've talked about will come back. Mm-hmm. And it'll be like nothing happened. But in between, I have got the eternal sunshine of the spotless mind treatment. Oh, at least Every it comes time. back to you. I've had like so many points where I kind of never remember who people are. And it's like too late to ask. And I have to kind of just like... <laughs> With names. Yeah, like I'll meet them multiple times. And then like I remember the time that I met them most recently where they said like, oh, remember this thing. And I like... It's happened to me, I think, from a few festivals people I've met. Because you meet so many people so fast. And in various states. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I've met them, like, in the real world where they're wearing, like, business clothes. And I don't recognize people out of context, which is always fun. They're like, oh, man, we had the, just the best story. Like, remember, like that, that thing you did and this thing you told me. And we had, like, such a good yarn. And it was, like, outside this place. And, like, then this DJ came in. And, like, I don't know what he was doing, but it was sick, man. He was, like, hands in the air. And then this cat walked in. You know, not like a cat, like a real cat. But, like, a real, like, you know, like, you know what I'm saying, dog. Like, cats and dogs. It was raining. It wasn't raining. We were raving. Hmm. I don't know whether he was really saying it. But all he kept saying was eat, sleep, rave, repeat, eat, sleep, rave, repeat. This is just an individual slip. Um, but, uh, yeah, you know, I, I uh, don't recall any of it. And then I never well, figure out who that person was. Well, Randy Jackson impression. It went through exhibit and then you just ended on Fatboy Slim. So mm. I feel like we've really gone through uh, the truly... <laughs> The cavalcade of stars. Oh, that was oh. the lyrics to it's eight, 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 rave repeat. No, I know at the end. <laughs> no, like oh, most really? of it. The whole thing. The whole thing. I don't know. <laughs> the like opening monologue. <laughs> Go and listen to that song. It's a great song, guys. Oh, it's actually no, it's the Calvin Harris edit. The real one is way longer, and it's mm. the guy just talking. That was actually a, a DJ called Beardy Man, and he's English, and he improvised the whole thing in one take. Fun fact about that song. Mm. It's great. Much like. The chapters that we read are segue by lying blatantly. Oh, I wouldn't call them great, yeah. No, I was just blatantly lying I feel like you could have found a better segue than that. Mm, I could have, but then it wouldn't be the classic charm of a good mainland cheese day. Yeah, anyway, the guy that uh, Goku didn't recognize what turns out to be Yamcha. (laughs) So we took a long time to get there. He's had a haircut. Yes. He chopped off his beautiful flowing locks. He's no longer... The man of our dreams, the karate kid. He uh, has He's a no stylish... He's worth living, frankly. Yeah. He's, Kick he has, him out of the comic. He has a stylish new uh, short haircut with uh, a headband. Because Bomb is like, uh, in this city, you can't have a long hair, to which yeah. I say, absolutely false. She's like, what are you, some kind of like flower child from the desert? Get your shit together, please. This is the 80s. Are you telling me that people wouldn't take one look at him and be like, so what metal band are you in? Are you famous? <laughs> Honestly, mm. there's so much hair and it's so luscious. Mm. I Maybe feel like Lucille Bluth. <laughs> Luscious. How much could a Dragon Ball cost? Ten dollars. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Truly, Goku is the Anyong of this comic, and he just doesn't recognize Yamcha, which is really funny. And we've yeah, we've had that moment, but at the same time, I feel like Goku doesn't know what the concept of a haircut is, and that's why. That's a good point. This is he a may good have point. never seen someone change their hair. He's very confused <laughs> by the the concept. It's like, what the fuck? This is not. This is different. How is it this different? Is not, this is not right. <laughs> I don't approve of whatever no. the fuck this shit is. No. <laughs> None uh, of that. It's like, it's like, and it grows back? Is it like, it's not like your hand, right? <laughs> is it like a tail situation? <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Does that ever grow back? We're going to find out. We could make a dragon prediction about that, but it's just a coin toss, really. Yeah, that's kind of 50-50 on that one. <laughs> so it may or may not. Is he part the lizard? We will find out. It turns out that Yamcha and Bulma have been having a good time. I mean, she's been trying to change her man, and I kind of don't appreciate that because I think Yamcha's kind of okay the way he is. <laughs> like, the charm of him is that he very much is like a stoner boyfriend. You know what I mean? Like, maybe he doesn't have a bed maybe it's just a mattress on the floor maybe there's just monster energy everywhere maybe his television is on top of a bedside table i thought you were gonna say a pallet i mean that works too it's usually a pallet maybe he has a playstation and an xbox but nothing other than two minute noodles for food he's a playstation and xbox and a chair he found outside a winning smile when it's not drooping from him being too high okay (laughs) We don't associate with that kind of person. He's got a twinkle in his eye and a spring in his joystick mm. thumb. 
Just early onset arthritis. <laughs> Too much Xbox. Uh, we out here being uh, Need for Speed Multiple Sclerosis Gang. Mm. <laughs> and he's, he's definitely, I don't know. I feel like his charm, his charm has been a little bit, a uh, little bit truncated by this. That's your personal opinion. But you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm fine to accept boy band Yamcha. It's okay. Was he not boy band Yamcha before? I mean, maybe from a different era. You yeah. Know. Now he's 90s boy band Yamcha. Yeah. He just went from Final Countdown to Backstreet's Back. Backstreet's <laughs> Back? <laughs> yeah. So get in back in sync with a comic. Mm. Uh, he was living that West City life. You know? <laughs> Tangents and sidetracks. Tangents and sidetracks. <laughs> so they're like, yeah, hey, yeah, let's catch up afterwards. Also, Bullman Puara here. You know, we've got the gang. They're going to be witnessing us. And Yamcha, turns out, has got to the top of his thing. He's going to go through into the semifinals. Mm. And then, yeah, the next chapter, Goku and Kuririn fight their way through to the to the top. They bop to the top. Mm-hmm. It's just some rocky montage. Yeah. There's good fighting. There's good action. Uh, Maybe that could be my drag name. What? Rocky Montage. Rocky Montage. Not bad. Uh, somebody would have taken it somewhere, but you know, somebody always has. Nothing's and original. As long as they don't, they're not in the same troupe or whatever, or on the same night, then it's fine. I don't know any Rocky Montages in Wellington. Yeah, exactly. And there's not that many Small drag pond. kings, so yeah. like, you know, yeah. <laughs> there's like 20 of them. You and your friend. Yeah. <laughs> so... There's been, uh, yeah, there's been uh, some fighting they get through and then uh, we cut away to, oh, wait, what else happens actually? Uh, Is it just a fighting montage where they're all like, oh my gosh, these children are so strong. Um... I mean, there's like kind of some funny bits in it. Yeah, there's how does like he fill the like kickboxing guy who like <laughs> kicks Korean into the ground, and then he gets back up, and everyone's like, "Oh God, no!" You've hurt a child. You hurt a child, and then he like sort of says, eh, "I'm a zombie." Just kidding. And the guy like taps out. He's, like, he's given like a full force kick to this like small child, and then as soon as he gets back up and he's fine, he's like, "Holy shit!" No, 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 man, I give, I give, I give, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. <laughs> Um, there's that, there's, um, you know, a there's couple of other, Dixie. some little fights, uh, Goku fights a bear. Yes, he does. Mm. Um, are we thinking of the big man or are you thinking of like an animal oh, bear? Oh, both. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Cause I was slightly confused Goku fights, for a moment. Uh, bear of a bears. And, uh, one of them is, is a literal bear. Yes. Yeah. Which we appreciate. Oh, uh, my brain kind of skipped a beat, like it had a heart arrhythmia, but like for your, your brain. That happens to me like every time we do a podcast. I was about to say. You know when I say like, I thought like, it was like a that wolf you or something, like and I was like, no, it was yeah. way too big. No, it was a bit, but that anyway, I mean, it's not. This convention has fairies at it. That's all we need to know. There's a lot of fairies, yeah. It's a good, it's fine. Yeah. I mean, it's, I'm accepting of it. I don't understand it. I won't pretend to like it, but I'll let them be at my convention, you know, for fighting and grappling with men. That's okay. So far, we've That's only seen men as well. For you. Which, yeah, just just men in this competition, and I feel like most of that not necessarily has to do because because people can get magically stronger, right? Mm-hmm. Outside of human limits, so it's not like the whole genetics argument. Like the top fighters are always going to be whatever it is. Um, I feel like what's happening here is that all of the people who are confident to go to a tournament called the strongest under the heavens martial arts tournament are going to be men. All the women would be like, ah, oh, you know, I'm not, I'm not good enough. I'm not going to go to this one. You know, I reckon, you know, it's going to be too much. I think you're reading like way too much of this. Famous reading of Dragon Ball. <laughs> okay, sure. Okay, sure. You're saying that the, the there's in, like inherent patriarchal problems within the universe of Dragon Ball that it have well resulted in a, in a meta reason for there not yeah. being women at, at the <laughs> tournament. And it's not just that Toriyama <laughs> didn't want to put women in the tournament except for one. Except for one. Except for one. Yeah, so... I don't know. Does anything else happen other than just battles? I feel like this whole thing is just... It's just battles, Just yeah. kick and punch and just grappling. Kick puncher. Just sweatiness. <laughs> kick puncher. Punches are the power of kicks. <laughs> I'm happy to see the episodes that, that came from. <laughs> I've only seen random uh, community episodes before. Yeah, all of my jokes are going to be... Revealed to be stolen from this point on. Oh, I just assumed that at this point. After you got me with in the mood for love, I just don't trust you. 
<laughs> such a good, such a good time. Yeah. I, here's a story. We did a writing challenge. Uh, the first story that I wrote, I wrote based on like a movie that I watched. You know, I was like, oh, this is the atmosphere of this. And also like most of the plot. Uh, and, and most of the dialogue. Most of the dialogue. Uh, the characters. The character feelings. <laughs> all of that sort of stuff. A lot of the setting. And uh, then I said, you know, I, I said during the time, oh, I'm very indebted to this thing. You know, this movie, whatever it is. And then you. You kind of flip it like, oh, yeah, you know, it's kind of loosely based off this movie. And I thought it was a really good story. I did say, don't watch it, actually. Yeah, I'd never seen the movie. I'd never heard of it. Um, I read the story. I was like, wow, that's, like, so original. It's, like, such a good <laughs> premise. It's so well written. The dialogue's so nice. The characters are very well developed. And it seems like they have a life beyond this very, very short story. Like, you did a lot of thinking about who they were. It's incredible how that works. Mm. And uh, then I saw the movie, and it was, like, just direct rip You said, I saw it, and hey. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. I was like, hold on a fucking second. We like to joke around here, but there was a lot of stuff that was, like, different in that about it. Mm. Some things. Yeah, some things. I did imagine the characters beyond the life and things like that as well. And also the prose and the a lot of the imagery and stuff is different. But I mean, I still like it. It's just funny. <laughs> it was very much... I felt guilty about it. And I've never felt guilty about plagiarism in a short story before. <laughs> That's how much it took of a... Not even when I basically just wrote Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> that was fucking hilarious. Though. That was on purpose to mess with someone. Fuck very it. perceptive. Oh my goodness. Just That's away so... with the fairies. So yeah, I want to know did, what world he lives in. When we did Spider-Man, I just, I just wrote Spider-Man, but it's set in an airship. Yeah. You know. Which had the plot of Spider-Man. Radioactive. Like the Tobey Maguire one. Yeah. 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 And it was, oh my goodness. Like the opening prose was just, you know, like, mm. it was just the opening narration voiceover mm. to Spider-Man. I did mm. the whole like Willem Dafoe to the mirror scene. <laughs> The heart, Osborne, the heart. Like, as <laughs> uh, Back to formula. It was, like, just everything, mm. basically. And he still didn't get it. Yeah. We were, like, taking hits in terms of the quality of our stories as yeah, well. Yeah, they were getting worse. <laughs> like, we wrote right. some bad stories for the sake of putting in as many movie quotes as possible. Like, we were working around the quotes. Like, we're not even writing anything good. Uh, so, all of that relates really well to Dragon Ball, I feel. It sure does. nothing happens in these chapters yeah i think it's fine to tangent at this point because there's just so much it's just fights it's just a series of like beating the shit out of people they get to the end of the tournament to the beginning tournament the preliminary fights and they find out the eight people who are allowed in yeah which is uh goku kuririn yamcha um, some chick whose name is based off like lingerie or something. Danfan. Yeah, so there's like the one woman, a guy who just stinks real bad. <laughs> like he just he's never bacterian, taken a bath. I think is the, the yeah, translation um and he just he, he's never taken a bath in his life so he just smells so bad that people like automatically put their hands over their face when they get near him so he they can't defend against themselves. Yeah. Um a literal dinosaur. Yes. There's just a, a just which, you know, I have questions again. They like. He's kind of like a fat pterodactyl. Yeah, he is. So is that fat pterodactyl? <laughs> Jackie Chan? Jackie Chan? <laughs> yeah. Favorite character. Yes. <laughs> yeah, this is just Jackie Chan. Um, <laughs> My name is uh, Jackie. Jackie Chun. <laughs> <laughs> Not suspicious at all. Um, uh, a Jackie Chun for a Jackie man. <laughs> Jackie Chun for a Jackie man. Um, yeah, and then a guy with a turban, who I, his name I can't remember. Namu. Yeah. Which <laughs> I remember kind of offensive. Yeah. Namu, Namu, Namu is like, you know. Anyway. Oh, yeah. That sucks. He's like, this is a real, uh, what, what do they have in like vaguely South Asia, Indian subcontinent? Ah, Buddhism. Mm. Anyway, what's kind of, I don't know, just... <laughs> Jackie Chan. Jackie Chan. <laughs> I kind of wish that they that made Toriyama him... really loves, like... Uh, the, he, he, he's talked about the fact that one of the inspirations for Dragon Ball was that he was watching things like Drunken Master and stuff like that oh, around cool. the time where he was doing the one-shots and submitting them to Shonen Jump. I kind of wish that he had made him, like, a real off-brand caricature of Jackie Chan. <laughs> 
Because, like, in the comic, he's just, like, this kind of old dude with, like, a beard and stuff. But, like, yeah. I wish he was just, like, Jackie Chan's, like, cousin, Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> he does all the, all the stunts for Jackie Chan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Mirrorverse. He's going to use, like, Dark various Jackie things. Chan. Yeah, see, what you don't understand is the Tenkaiji Budokai is actually, like, wrestling where they just throw you, like, chairs and step ladders <laughs> and things. And he's going to use all of those. Mm. Billiard balls. Yeah. <laughs> they slide those things across. Yeah. He's going to fight a guy with a sword, but he's using chopsticks to defend himself. Wait, the ending, the ending is that Kamisenin, old man master. Old, old master, man master. Man, old disc man, walk man, handhook. <laughs> uh, meets up with... <laughs> and Bulma. Oh, yeah. They run um, into each other. Yeah, so they've found out that this is the the squad that's going to go on. The squad um, is here. In that time, uh, Kuririn and Goku, before they're set to start the first match, run out into the crowd yeah. and have a, a sprint around. Goku like climbs up on this random guy's head like a meerkat. He's <laughs> like, excuse me, uncle. <laughs> like jumps up on his head to look around trying to find the squad because Yamcha's let them know. That uh, everyone's there. Yeah. And they find uh, Bulma and Oolong and Kamisun is there and they're all just hanging out and they have like a real sweet catch up. Yeah. It's quite did nice. Did you read one chapter ahead of me? No, I think we just did this out of order. Because that happens. I didn't in- read that chapter. You didn't read that? I know it happens, but I didn't read that chapter. I only read three. Did I only read two? You might have only read two. <gasps> Sacred. <laughs> I mean, like, that's all that happens in it. They're just like, hey, what's up? And they have, like, a real nice catch-up. And then Goku's like, I'm hungry. And they're about to start fighting. Um, and the guy's like, you're going to eat before you fight? Like, what's wrong with you? He's like, I'm eating. And then they, he gets lunch. You're going to recap this on your own. Yeah. This is a solo. Dog, that's it. That's all that happens. Solo female. <laughs> no, I'm done. <laughs> no, no, no. No, no, by all means. Make your jokes. Uh, you make your the first well, the one that happens at the end of the second chapter is that Bulma goes ara 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 and then uh, Doshi goes mm, mm, mm. yeah uh, they spot they each other, other yeah basically in the crowd. and then in the next chapter apparently they you only run. read two I like the stuff between Goku and Kuririn I think their yeah, friendship it's stuff cute. is really sweet him yeah. like riding on his back and then like hugging him and things yeah they're just being they're just being wholesome. Yeah. It's like a, a way less... Oh, okay, maybe we should... I, I did a brief preview of the next chapter. Maybe we should just do that one next time then. And there is other stuff in it that I forgot until now. So I could recap it by myself, but then... You've recapped most of it. They just come together right come now. Anyway, um, it's not particularly important. They have a nice catch-up, and they're all, like, really happy to see each other, and it's, like, kind of nice. I recall from a long time ago that Bulma does try to, like, break his balls a little bit about being a pervert. I think that happens, doesn't it? No. Doesn't she? No, I don't know. She's like, and you haven't, like, perved on anyone or something like that? I don't remember. Well, he he asks, um, like, how about a little puff puff for old times' sake? (laughs) (laughs) Which, Which was the the unwholesome part that I was alluding to earlier that I assumed you had read because you're like, oh. And she's like, ah, go fuck yourself. No, she actually pulls out a hammer. She just like suddenly has like a mallet. And she's like, yeah, fucking try it. Women in the world are getting prepared once they've met her. Yeah. They're like, carry she's th- like, things to carry in your purse. Phone, keys, hammer for yeah. Kamisen and Kamisen. She's, she's got, like, I think she just, like, nangs it into existence or something. And single-handedly because creating the stock <laughs> boom for the pepper just, like, spray companies. She and fucking mallet. Um, <laughs> you whip it out and I'll whip this out. Yeah, just... She's prepared. She knew it would happen. She's yeah. not gone a day without <laughs> being armed since that, since she met him. Um, and she does ask, like, where did you guys go? Like, I went to the island to visit Goku and, like, you weren't there. Yeah, that's right. And they've moved the house. Yeah. And, and he so was like, yeah, yeah, we moved house to, to, to train. train. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And so they have, like, kind of a chat. And um, I think slightly earlier than that, Yamcha was um, 
chatting to Goku, and Goku introduced him to Kuririn, and uh, mm. was like, oh, I was training with this guy, and Yamcha was like, oh, I might not even be runner-up. Then, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> like, it was he like real keen to disciple. win, and then he says that Goku's there, and he's like, oh, you know, you know what, actually, I, I mean, Goku Second's will win, so but I'm, yeah, I'm not happy with that, this is my friend, and then he says there's another one, he's like, oh. <laughs> like, oh, they made another one. Oh, there's like two. Uh, oh, there's okay. another Fast and Furious movie oh, oh it might not even be my second favorite yeah um plus there uh, the tokyo drift of these this group i haven't seen any of those movies uh, I feel but like... i do enjoy the soundtrack <laughs> if we're gonna watch an anime movie, it should be initial d no it shouldn't actually shirobako suffices because miyamori aoi she drives like a maniac. Yeah, what's with all the drifting in that show? <laughs> it's one of my low-key favorite parts of that show. Is just they're like, let's just have car racing in this yeah. show about making anime. It's like a random show about like a production office. And they're just like <laughs> hanging out trying to get their deadlines in. And then there's just like random sequences of like drifting. Just <laughs> high-speed car chases for no reason. <laughs> We didn't watch the other They got the such episode, like so. Italian energy for a Japanese guy. Yeah. <laughs> and his shoes are like that too. You know what I mean? He's got like the long pointy toe on the leather. Who is that guy? Is it just I don't like the know. neighbor? Oh, he's from a rival production facility. Uh-huh. And so he's also obviously getting the same key keyframe artists oh, employed. Just, yeah. He's trying to shows, get the park and like there's only Sing one part. And stuff. Yeah. We will finish that. It's all right. Yeah. yeah. Anything else that happens in this chapter, I think is kind of like nice little interactions between people. Yeah. I think there's not too much more to say about, about what happens in regards to like the specific plot by plot points, but we're, we're preparing and we feel that something's brewing. It's kind of the atmosphere that mm-hmm. I think gets toward the end. We're like, okay, there's going to be a matchup. And from this point on, it's going to be more than just montages. We're actually going to see things happen. Mm-hmm. So I do want to go into dragon predictions. And I'll start off with a specific one rather than just like, what sort of, like, how do you think Toriyama is going to write fights between two people where they, they feel like they're actually matched in terms of character, not just in terms of action and in terms of strength? Mm-hmm. What do we feel this is going to be? You know, you could have summed all of that up by asking me, what do you think the fights are going to be like? But I love talking. You really do. <laughs> I think it's going to get real Scott Pilgrim. <laughs> this is going to get Scott Pilgrim. Yeah. Where's Goku? He just left. <laughs> i don't know you know how there's always like they have some power that's like self-respect yeah it's gonna be like difficult to beat or it will pose some kind of a challenge and then they're gonna figure out that there's like a weakness to it okay and they're gonna uh, call the vegan cops (laughs) (laughs) have they pulled have they done the drawings for the the matchups yeah yes yeah so Kiridin's the first match, right? We know this? Yeah, it's him versus... Um, Bacterian. No. Is it? Oh, yeah, it is. And then Goku versus Gunan. Who's the... Okay, so these Kiridin. are the matchups. Bacterian versus uh, Kiridin. Namu against Danfan. Son Goku against Gilan. And Jackie Chun. Jackie Chan against Yamcha. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so conveniently, very none of the protag characters matched against each other for the first one, because it would suck if they all just like got each other out and like. The it would just be bad part. writing yeah. if you're like, ah, Yamcha against Goku, and then Kuririn against Goku, and then just like that's it. Or it would be great writing. Or it would be great writing, and then you mm. get real conflict, and then they can do like a real Hunger Games type thing where they take like you know poison berry pills or threaten to, and they're like, unless we all win, and then they're like, you know what, the Tenkaichi Budokai was the suicide we made along the way. Just like that. Just like that. Just like that. But if you didn't, if you didn't read up to this point, then how did you know what the matches were? Because I've read the series before. You remembered that? Yeah, okay. of course. I know all the fights. Okay, so that's just what you're focused on. That's not really what I focused on. I don't like the fighting that much, but I do remember these ones. There's something about the first tournament where it has a novelty to it that's kind of indelible. I think. Okay. Also, these fights are not the thing that I really hate about the Dragon Ball Z portion where it's just especially in the animation repeated frames of people like hitting each other and there's no weight to anything mm-hmm. it's just hurting or you know things that look flashy and cool this actually has uh, yeah I'm ruining a dragon prediction because these do have kind of character to them or weight or they have like interest mm-hmm. in ways that are like different and unique and every fight feels different no I thought they would yeah I mean like the 
the characters that are going to be fighting are at least like interesting and unique enough that it would be entertaining. And I can't mm. imagine that if they just like did a bunch of bland, boring, punchy fights that it would have got as popular as it did. Yeah. In terms of predictions, like it seems like it would be too obvious for all of them to end up in- winning. Like all of the protags ending up against each other. But okay. then also so like I don't know what like a lot of the stuff I've done you've been like, actually that would have been cool. Who, okay, um, who wins? Or rather, do do any of our protagonists win? What happens with Goku, for example? How far does he get? I think Goku will win or he'll be tricked. Someone will cheat. Okay. Yeah. Like someone else wins by stealth. Ooh. And then he gets real pissed about it. And Ooh. then they have to go and, I don't know, either do another tournament and get more good. Another tournament! Or, yeah, or they just end up like with a rivalry against some arsehole who, yeah. who tricked him. Ah. This, yeah. That's nice. Could it in? I don't know. Maybe he fights Yamcha, and then that's... Uh, no, actually, I don't know. That would be... Because there could be, like, interesting conflict with, like, Goku... They're both not being knowing, friends. Not and knowing who to root yeah, for. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Although he is the kind of kid who would just be like, as long as everybody's been strong and fighting and having fun, that's mm. all that I, I care about. It's not about the yeah, winning. Yeah, that's a good point as well. It's just about the tr- you train and you eat and you sleep, and then you train some more. Yeah. I think that he's... He's just been like portrayed as like such a clear second best to Goku. Mm-hmm. Like there could be room for someone else to jump in, and also like it could end up with like those two fighting each other in the last match. In the but final, then, yeah. Like, and that would be like I don't know. That just seems like too obvious. Like that seems like the mm-hmm. the direction that it would go. But like I I don't know. I think that so would... probably not that, but I can yeah. see that. I think that you yeah. could write that and it would be predictable, but you could have a, a well-written, nice conflict with that. Yeah, that sense. you could. You could bring out emotional stuff with that. Like yeah. him, Kudetin kind of feeling maybe insecure about constantly being second best or something like that. Yeah, you know. I mean, it's like something that it wouldn't not work, but it just seems like like too straightforward. Okay, and yeah. uh, any, any twists and turns or, or wild swerves? No. No. Nah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't you don't have, have to any, come up with yeah. one. I would have to like think of one on the spot. And there's none that have like made themselves apparent to me. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can always just say something like, and then demon monkeys appear. Yeah. <laughs> and like, you know. And then a man calls out of the ground in the middle of the ring and fights everyone. And then he wins <laughs> and it was the devil. <laughs> it's just the 88 fight from like Kill Bill or something like that. Yeah. And then just, you know, whatever happens. It's just, yeah. you know, the video game Heart of Darkness. The last match is called off because a giant robot appears and starts kicking everyone. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I mean, there's all sound like things that if you told them to me, I would be like, yeah, I mean, that seems about right. Yeah. Okay. Cool. I feel like we have reached the end of the road, but not fully and not yet. But for this episode and finale, we thank you very much for joining us. Please stay safe. Make sure to wash your hands. Uh, don't touch your face if you've been outside and you're going outside and touching things. We don't know, you know, when go other outside. people touch go them. Home. Go home or go, go home. Go home and then go hard on yourself. That is not what I mm. meant. Uh, you know what? Do what you want. <laughs> it's a quarantine. It's like, for us at least, it's like a month long. Just go hog wild <laughs> in the truest sense, if you would like. Start an OnlyFans. Do Zoom meetings where you just strip poker for people. Become a cam girl. Become a cam girl. This is a, it's a great way to make money in this this current economic. Join climate. a crocheting group with like only over eighty year old women, or like a potato peels society, or like well, a and society. And infect of... them so they die. No, no, no. On Zoom meetings. Okay. Or like a society. Do you think that over eighty year old crochet women know how to use Zoom? They are now. Or just, uh, well, now that they can't actually, you know, solicit anything from each other in the nursing homes, they've got to find some way to be, like, dastardly and kinky, right? Or, you know, yeah, some kind of, like, literary society of people who are, like, you know, at least 60 years old, and then just encourage them to get into swinging on camming. And you know what? That's always a time i can't I why am like i closing I'm my eyes for this watching I'm imagining a train it. wreck. it's atrocious this is it, it's like watching a disaster in slow motion or you know the what side of a hill just collapsing if you're working and if you're a service worker salute to you you are if you're doing essential services you are yeah heroes. good fucking job and you know what your work is appreciated by us it's not rewarded the way that it should be and this really has revealed that the people who are most important in running society are the ones who get uh, paid the least and treated the worst. So This has been Go Home or Go Home. Form a union. Yeah. <laughs> Rent, strike, do whatever you want. Use this opportunity to actually connect up with people and just do the things that you wanted to do. If you're off work, you don't have to do things. You don't have to be productive all the time, but you can express your human creativity. 
because everybody's born with it and hey, it's have, not Maybelline. I have a question. Yeah. Um, is Dragon Ball Z part of <laughs> part of the um is it part of the comic that we're reading? Or is it a separate There's one? a portion of the comic which get got adapted into the anime, the sequel anime, Dragon Ball Z. Okay. Uh, that's the, the latter two thirds of it. So the comic doesn't change the name. But the animated series okay. does change. Okay, names. that makes sense. It gets a Z appended. I don't know what because the... in Toriyama's words, it was going to end soon, so he gave mm. the last letter of the alphabet. Yeah, it was very wrong. Mm, so I hear. Yeah, yeah. I bet there was no skip. I was a little unclear on there was that. No I break. didn't know if it was like a separate comic, or if like this, this mm. one like covers all of the material. Yeah. But then this it does. like super or something is different. That's different. Dragon Ball. There was super. an extra created one. So we can't really, there's not really that much time to explain, but just very quickly, Dragon Ball Super is animation only. I just need to know whether it was... But okay. it had Toriyama heavily involved in it, and so for a lot of people, they okay. consider it to be a canon portion that fits between the second to last chapter of the comic and the last chapter of the comic, which between which there's a 10-year gap. Wow. Known as End of Z, basically. Um, okay. So that's where Super fits in. Cool. Don't need to watch it. Nobody does. Alrighty. Alrighty. We've gone home. It's time to go home again. We're off to watch some television. Probably <laughs> like uh, Avatar The Last Airbender. I don't have a joke for that. I was going to think of one and I thought, you know what? It's just a good show. Mm. I don't want to make fun of that. Yeah. Congrats, Dave Filoni. You made something cool. And all the animators. It's really nicely animated as well. It's much higher quality than all of the anime that it was uh, inspired by. Mm. So we, we love that. <laughs> <laughs> Way to show Japan up. <laughs> Cultural imperialists. <laughs> Alrighty. Kakite uh, and a very good evening indeed. Tortellini off your anus, eh? What are you gonna do? <laughs>